Hello everyone. Well, some guy in Austin and I are back and we are tackling a bachelor related Q&A this episode. We asked you to bring the questions and we were not disappointed. Some guy and I sifted through each and every one and even though we couldn't get to them all, we did enjoy putting lots of thought, probably too much, into which seasons were our favorites, who was the biggest chotch, unforgivable icebreakers, the origin of the Mesnick, the half Mesnick, the quarter Mesnick, and crouching tiger hidden Mesnick, and if we think a platinum vagine can be certified. You know some guy had an opinion on that question, and you know I had to edit it out. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 180 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And we are going to talk Bachelor Q&A, which we have never done before. And I don't know why, because a lot of people out there have Q's and we have A's. That didn't sound right. <laughs> well, we better get our A in gear and uh, start answering these Q's. <laughs> I loved it. I sent this out and said, you've got 24 hours. And man, probably in the first hour i had about 60 questions so that's very exciting a lot of people are asking the same thing just different ways so i've kind of combined things but i think it's going to be a fun conversation i think that's good because um lord knows we could use some levity in our day Mm -hmm. and um hopefully you and i will provide that levity at least for the 42 minutes or whatever you're going to make this so (laughs) we can try let's start with the first one Now, this comes from emails and direct messages and text messages and comments and so forth and so uh, on. Did anyone slide into your DMs? They totally slided. Mm -mm. They slid into my DMs. Oh, yeah. That's the first time I've ever used that phrase. I'm still not really sure what it means, but um, I've heard it before. It's because you don't have any DMs to slide into. Is that it? An insult, or is it just a fact? I'm not really sure what that means, but <laughs> is DM direct message? It is, yes. And so here's my here's what my educated guess on what that is. So like, um, if I have like an idea, like um, some guy in Austin on Instagram, and, right. and you can pull up my profile, yep, and then you can just shoot me a DM. Yes, is that exactly. sliding into my DMs? That is exactly it. Oh, okay. Now, All it's right. typically used for a, more of a flirtatious type of, whenever you're sliding into someone's DMs, that means you're sort of flirting type of thing. No one flirted with me, but oh, okay. but you could say they, they slid into my DMs in a very right, platonic, well, normal way. Okay, well, at our age, um, we'll take it where we can get it, I would imagine. So <laughs> Amen. That's, that's good. Okay. okay, so I'm sorry. First question. First question is from Cindy. She says, what do you think of Caitlin being on Dancing with the Stars? Now, did you watch it last night, some guy in Austin, and cheer her on? I'm going to have to say no. Oh, did you even know she was on Dancing with the Stars? I did because you and I have talked about this before, and we decided that she has some sort of dancing background. We think um, so, that, yeah. That maybe not involve, you know, 
a pole. And um, <laughs> so um, I just hope her plastic surgery holds up. It I did. It looked great. I know. Mm-hmm. Some seam comes undone or something. Uh, how did she look? She looked great. She did a fantastic job, too. She was in neon yellow fringe with mm-hmm. red eyeshadow. I could have done without the red eyeshadow. I don't like red eyeshadow anyway. kind of makes you look sort of demonic, I think. Mm-hmm. But she's got a fun partner, and she has. She looks like she's having a ball out there, which is what I enjoy. She's having fun. Who, who's the partner? Is it Max? No, Max isn't on this season. He hasn't been no. on for several seasons. I don't know. I don't know anything. All I know is every time I see a commercial, um, it was that that guy like his shirt would be unbuttoned like past his genitals, and he would have <laughs> super tight pants on. And I would think, man, I just picture like, you know, like they're it's like a dress rehearsal, and they get tired, and they're like at a Gatorade, and they've got to like walk down to Seven Eleven in that outfit, and like, you know, buy some. Gatorade and a uh, granola bar or something. <laughs> anyway, that's the way my mind works. Caitlin's partner is Artem, by the way. Um, Artem is good. Artem. Isn't Artem. that one of the uh, periodic elements? Um, <laughs> it's right next to gold. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I don't know. Artem is like 57 years old, but he's so good. He's he he knows choreography. The problem is Artem isn't one of the most popular professionals and and you have to take that into consideration cuz a lot right. of people vote because they like the professional. Are the Huff uh twins uh, on there too? Uh, uh. Derek Huff is a judge. That's all I'll say about that. Whose place did he take? The annoying lady that screams? No, that, that's on. That's on. So you think you can dance? You're getting oh, her confused. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch any of those. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> Derek Huff took the place of Lynn, the old guy. Ah, okay. Well, and it was about time to put Lynn out the pasture. Yes, he's about ninety-five, but they say he can't come over. And he's British. So because of the COVID, he can't come over here and participate. So they brought in Derek Huff to save the day. So now is the whole thing live without a studio audience? Yes, it is. And they have a track of cheering and booing. And it is the worst. The worst. It's about two clicks too high in volume. And it's just obnoxious and annoying. They'll get it sorted out. I hope so. They've got a new host. Everything's different. I'm just trying yeah. to be okay with it, but it's fine. COVID ugh, ruins everything. Okay. Let's well, so, move on. So we, we agree that we're rooting for Caitlin. Yes, we are. Reason. We're rooting for Caitlin, and we're re- rooting for Jesse Metcalf, too. Hello. He can call me. And then we're rooting for, who's the other one? The One Day at a Time lady, who, whose name I can't remember right now. And then there's a tiny little itty-bitty girl named Skye, and we're rooting for her, too. Okay, I'll trust your opinion on all those. Perfect. Okay, Emily asked, who is the best bachelor? Who is the best bachelorette, in your opinion? All right, two is easy. Um, Ellie Maynard. I know. My you best. love Emily Maynard, always. Most attractive. Handled herself the best, I think, in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. Um, and arguably the most attractive one to ever be the Bachelorette. Uh-huh. Uh, the best Bachelor. See, now this is... Who would you say? Sean Lowe. Eh. 
Yes. Sean Lowe is the answer. I, I'm going to have to go with Womack for a couple of reasons. Oh, One, he had what? two shots at it. That's well, because he terrible. dumped the ball. He was the first. He was a uh, he was a, a pioneer. He I broke so. new ground. <laughs> he dumped two people in the in the mm. rose ceremony. And here's the best part about it. Um, I don't think that had anything to do with like the courage to buck the system. Mm-hmm. I think he was so turned off by the possibility of a long term commitment that he couldn't help himself, which makes it even better. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he yeah. is the best pastor. Plus he's from Austin. I sort of kind of have mutual friends that know him and so anyway, I just I would say that. Next we have Norma. She asked, What does Ako Taco mean? We have Norma and I have a lot in common because I don't know what that means either. So good <laughs> on you, Norma. We have a lot of we had a lot of I hate green beans terminology that we've adopted, the vocabulary over the years. Lots of different catchphrases. Ako Taco came about several years ago when one of the ca- one of the contestants just said it. That's Ako Taco, and it means that's awkward. So you say Ako Taco. Oh, I see. Yes. Um, other things we say uh, denim panties are something that has taken off through the years. The mm-hmm. jump and straddle trademark yes. pending chotch. Chotch has uh-huh. really taken off. O-H-C-H is another one. That That's I think right. Of. A lot of people wonder what that is. That stands for our host, Chris Harrison. And that derived from when I first started doing these Bachelor recaps way back when in 2004 or five, I was married to a Chris. And so <laughs> to differentiate between my husband, Chris, and the host, Chris, I would say our host, Chris Harrison. To not be confused. Fair enough. Uh, we have the ABC intern. Mm-hmm. We've always liked him. Um, Don said, "This is kind of segues into Don's question. Why do Why do you always say right reasons, right reasons, and say it twice? Do you remember why we say that? I don't. Oh, come on. I mean, on I remember. Now. I know the phrase, but I don't. Remember, I don't know why we say it twice. Because of Desiree's season, whenever they made the rap, and it was called Right Reasons, Right Reasons. Oh, okay. Do you remember See, that? I, I don't at all. No. With Soldier Boy? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> it was awful. I, I you blocked honestly, it out. It is. It's some sort of mental block. Like, one of these days, I'm going to be laying in one of those, like, immersion things, like, with the salt water, where it's, like, sensory deprivation. <laughs> And all of this is going to come rushing back. <laughs> I'm convinced. I'm sorry about that. But I will I will let you listen to a little bit of it right now because it's so good in such a bad way. Boy, soldier boy, tell him. What's up, soldier boy? Let's get it, Dez. Let's go. You look pensive, baby. Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Good stuff. Good stuff. Alicia asks, has Harrison ever given you credit for officially naming the half Mesnick? The answer is no. Well, let me tell you as your, I'm not even your lawyer, but if I were 
your lawyer, um, I would have told you to um, trademark and copyright um, the phrase, um, and the you, you should have had a logo and all kinds of stuff, <laughs> and you just go go down to the copyright office and you file your little document. Okay. And Harrison would be cutting you part of that fat paycheck every week. That's that's handy because a half mesnick also came from pulling a mesnick, as we all know. Jason Mesnick leaning against the balcony, crying, heaving, sobbing when he let Molly go. And anytime anybody gets near a balcony, we always wonder, are they going to pull a mesnick? Sometimes mm -hmm. they pull a half mesnick when they're not just leaning over it so much. We've also had crouching tiger hidden mesnick. I think that was Jake Pavelka where he was crouching mm -hmm. on the ground. How, interesting question. Has, has any female, um, had a, a, a move christened after her? I mean, other than the Caitlin, which means you... Two episodes. <laughs> I'll go ahead and take that one. Uh, I'm going to call the copyright office. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of money Ooh. in that one. This is funny because someone named Carrie says, besides the Mesnick, do we have any other moves named after a bachelor or bachelorette? And who coined the jump and straddle? When, when did we first experience a jump and straddle? I feel like it's been there forever. I, I can remember saying that... Um, in my blog a very long time ago yeah. but i don't know if i was the first i don't, I don't think i sub, i don't think i stole it from you but if i did it was subconscious so uh -huh. but i remember saying that a very long time ago but we do have uh, names for some of the bachelors and the contestants that we use instead of their real ones that confuses people we have fake aaron rogers mm -hmm. who is um Jojo's uh, Jojo's guy whose name significant I other remember. Yeah. Jojo and, and then we have uh, fake, fake Ryan, Ryan Gosling yes that's uh, Caitlin's old guy mm -hmm. we have um, the wine guy that was mm. Ben Flagenick mm -hmm. we have Peter Brady that was mm -hmm. Ben Higgins and ben Higgins. Peter the pilot Ugh. I called that one fisherman Centrum Silver because he was old I don't remember um, his name you're forgetting my contribution to this. Yes. The from Denton. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Jake Pavelka. <laughs> oh, there was the farmer. He's yeah. in Iowa, I'm sure. By the way, I did see a story. Now, I know you've been busy the last couple of weeks, but did you see, and um, do you have a tissue box near you? I do. Uh, he and the one, the one chick that slept with that Chase Rice guy, um, they broke up. <laughs> Victoria? Yes, they no. broke up. Five, five months of bliss. Oh. Apparently, they decided to end it. Um, she couldn't although, handle the cornfields? You know, I'm not really sure. Um, the, the, the article, the article, the blurb that I read, it was like, you know, three sentences long. Um, but the blurb that I read said that they... They have a lot of mutual respect for each other. Mm, just mm. standard, you know, just leave me alone. It's a fine breakup mm -hmm, uh, statement. Mm -hmm. But oh, I had good. so much hope, hope, so much hope for that one. <laughs> I think Victoria is going to be fine. I don't know about him, though. We also have He Who Must Not Be Named. And a lot of people yes. don't know who that is. Would you like to explain? Because I don't want uh, to. Sure, that would be Wes Hayden. Yeah. And, um, uh, he is, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, the only 
contestant on the bachelor that you have actually seen live uh performing his mm-hmm, music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the fingers furniture mm-hmm. off of highway <laughs> <Golf Nine>. <laughs> <laughs> me and 12 other people it was magical and, uh, who, and who was nice enough to get you those tickets for your birthday that was you yeah, it was. And I, I got I, you a picture of him. <laughs> no, no, and then you got me. The best part was he autographed something for me. Was uh-huh. it a picture or a T-shirt or something? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He who must not be named. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Susan asks, your favorite first night, early departures? Do you remember that guy in the mask who was vacuuming? Now, that's an excellent memory right there, but I will tell you my favorite early departure. Can you guess it? You know exactly yes. what it is. Roz. Well, oh, no, that's that's number two. <laughs> okay. My favorite early departure is the guy, guy that got drunk and passed out at the cocktail party on night oh, one in um, yeah. Ashley's season. Remember? I remember that. Yes. Yeah. He got so drunk that he passed out at the cocktail party on night one. Do you remember the girl who tried to do a back handspring out of the limo and she crunched in on herself because she was in an I, evening gown? I do remember that, yeah. I mean, I don't know who talks. Well, I, I guess it's, a, you know, <laughs> hey, you want to be famous, don't you? You know. Uh, who Do you remember the guy who brought an ostrich egg? <laughs> Vaguely. That was, yeah. Sad. Um, another favorite, and I don't know if it's an early departure, but is when Emily told that Kalen guy to mm. get the F out. That yep. was awesome. She went West Virginia hood rat on him. That's right. And then, of course, you already ruined my, uh, you already stole my thunder, as they say. Mm. But um, Rod's departure when she cheated on Jake at his own cocktail party <laughs> with a member of the crew. Um, that That is, uh, you can't beat that. That's, <laughs> it's just epic for a million reasons. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like that one, uh, it's like that, you know, when the Alabama-Auburn game, when they decided to kick the 70-yard field goal last second, and the Alabama, they just happen, or Auburn happens to put a guy back on the goal line, and they run it back. Like, <laughs> you'll never see that again, ever. It was just a random happening, and that that's what that thing was, is Rod's cheating on Jake at his own party. It's it was fabulous. Anyway. It really was. And they haven't had anything happen like that since to that extent. It was it yeah. was it was very shocking at the time because Jake Pavelka, that's still sort of early on or midway through before, you know, all rules have gone out the window. So well, I remember the, that being whoo. Yeah, and he, he was, was the mad. first one to do Dancing with the Stars and yep. the Chippendales thing. He took the whole whole you know, just sticking around for way too long to a whole different level. And now it's just standard practice. So another reason to hate him. But um, speaking of early departures, I was thinking of Colton over the fence. Does that yeah. count? Yes. I think I mean, so. It, it doesn't say anything about like subsequent returns. It just, right. I guess that was a departure. He was off the, off the uh, grid. Harrison actually got nervous for about an hour there. <laughs> um, did you see that him and Colton. Cassie broke up? And, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Marlon Brando and uh, Streetcar Named Desire. Harrison's are ripping off his T-shirts, screaming Colton's name in the rain. Um, did you did you uh, did you see that uh, Cassie had to resort to getting a restraining order against our friend Colton? I did. Yes, that, that uh, is did... crazy to me. Well, yes, uh, especially as a lawyer, um, the standard is uh, imminent harm. So you've got to 
you know, there's, it's not like you just go down there and say he's bothering me. I mean, to get a restraining order, you actually have to meet a pretty high burden of proof. Um, what I read, and there were, there were pictures associated with this, so I'm, I'm assuming it was provable, is he had a tracking device on her car. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah, it's a little creepy. What? Yeah. He, he Do you think that's her... true? I saw pictures, and that's apparently the article I read after it was granted. Because I read the first one, I thought, well, you know, anyone can apply for a restraining order, whether she gets one or not is the issue. And sure enough, it says Ooh. granted, and the I'll send it to you. They the site that um, that uh, I loaded it from had the public filing and all that stuff. So yeah, it's a legit. Restraining order. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you Do would you think, think Chad I'll... would be the first person to <laughs> jump that hurdle, the Chad. Or jump that fence. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, in the news too. he's a porn uh, a porn oh, mo oh. i mean uh, uh jump in the shark this show what, what's the next question we're, we're getting well, sidetracked here amy asks how do you make it through an episode what do you eat and drink etc <laughs> <laughs> you have so you have a support system which is, i do you know, i don't um, Mrs. Some Guy, she watches over with it. you. No, she's been over it forever, and so I'm stuck by myself, you know, Aww. watching. Um, I don't, you know, I used to drink quite a bit um, <laughs> uh, when I watched these things, but these days, uh, um, you know, I just, I, I actually, the pause button is my friend. Okay. And uh, I will stand up and I will um, pace my way to the kitchen and maybe get something to eat and just swear at myself that I'll never do this again. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you will shoot me a text and go, I can't wait to podcast. And I'm like, ah, uh-huh. you know, oh. so it's a combination of my loyalty to you and uh, my commitment to um, seeing things through. So that's how yeah. I get through. Do you not want to do the podcast anymore? Is this is what you're telling me and the listeners no, 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 no. right now? I enjoy, I enjoy this. And, um, you know, truth be told, I enjoy the show most of the time. Um, I hate the, the, the last few seasons, and I think they try to fix the problem this season, is uh, just the, 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 you know, complaining and the drama between the people and all that. That, that got ramped up to, mm. I think, unwatchable levels. I think we all agreed on that. So I mm-hmm. think it seems that they should gears this season and maybe try to tone that down a little bit yeah i agree i once ate an entire bag of york peppermint patties while watching an episode that was very that made me very anxious that's just an odd choice for comfort food oh well they were there it's not that (laughs) (laughs) and i often hide behind i mean it used to be a couch cushion but Laura sits on the couch now and I sit in a chair. So I'll either duck my head in my in the hole of my shirt or I'll put my hands in front of my face because I get embarrassed for these people yeah. easily. I, I feel the same way. And um, like I said, my, my reaction to those moments is to hit the pause button and just walk to the walk kitchen off, or something. Shake it off. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift mm-hmm. tells us to. Hey, Carrie wants to know who is worse, Jake Pavelka or Juan Pablo? Jake. Jake. <laughs> Please tell everybody why you hate him so much. I, just, I have he's the I just have a visceral reaction to that guy's stupid face. I can't stand him. He, he's worse he than Juan Pablo. Yes, Juan Pablo is just a he's, John Pablo. Juan Pablo is just a chotch. Yeah, right? he's, he's just, a punk. He's just a, yeah, he's just an idiot. Jake actually 
believes his own nonsense. Like the guy looks himself in the mirror and he's like, I'm the great. Remember, he's like, I'm just too perfect. I'm so perfect. And I, he, I just can't stand that stupid little smirk on his five foot six frame and his, you know, his aviation career. He's flying a plane load full of rubber dog shit out of Taiwan. It's just the whole thing's annoying. And then he went, um, the, the, the best was when um, he melted down in front of Harrison when he yelled at Vienna and she started crying. Um, you know, I just, I can't stand him. I could go on for days. Yeah. He just, just one of those, everyone has one of those people. Like here, I'll ask you, famous person that if you had to fight, you absolutely would love to fight them. A famous person I would want to fight? Yeah, so someone that annoys you that, that much that you would just want to just slug him in the face. Mm, gosh, you know, no one is coming to mind. No one is coming to mind. Wow. I know. Okay, maybe, maybe it's just me then. <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everyone had a Jake Pavelka in their life. Maybe I need to reevaluate <laughs> my priorities or something. I'm really I'm thinking saying. there has to be somebody. I'm sorry, Jake. It's on my nerves. <laughs> I'm sorry for hating you for the last 12 years for absolutely no reason. It's about me. It's about me, really. <laughs> okay, Barb says, do you ever get tired of watching the show? And do you ever think about no longer blogging? The answer is no. Luckily, I feel like The Bachelor is stretched out enough to make for example i'm really looking forward to claire's season coming up because it's been so long since i've written about it so i don't think that i would ever stop blogging because once you've come this far i'm not a quitter i am yeah. not a quitter so i'm just gonna keep going and keep going and keep going and and again way back when i thought oh this shows in 2008 i i thought it's it's probably about to hang it up and that's when I switched from my bachelor blog to an actual website, the I Hate Green Beans website, because I thought, oh, I don't need a bachelor blog because it'll go away. It's just, and it's still here. Gifts still get the here. gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, I've been covering it a third of my life. Yeah, and and I would answer that like, um, yes, I get tired of watching the show, but like you, um, when I'm really sick of it, then the finale comes and I have yeah. another few months to decompress. Um, I haven't been writing for a while, you know, that, and that, that is a, um, honestly, I, I would really like to, I just, I, it's a matter of priorities. You know, I've got my own business and a lot of stuff going on and something had to give. And I really enjoyed the, um, the time that I put into that, um, because it never was really, and I think you would admit this too. It's never really about the show. It's sort of about saying something about you know, something else and the show is sort of your vehicle to do that. Yeah. Um, I think that's why the audience connects or at least that they connected with mine. And, and, and I think that's why they connect with yours too, is cause it's not just a recap of, Hey, this is what happened. There's some observations and some humor and all kinds of stuff mixed in there. So, um, yeah. and the show provides the, the, you know, the vehicle to do that. So that's always the way I viewed it. Yeah. And I've told people before, Seventy-five percent of my recaps are made up. I, I, I mean, I just create conversations that didn't even happen. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's very therapeutic. I think. I agree. I agree. Kate says, "What do you each think was the most cringeworthy hide behind the sofa cushion moment in franchise history?" Oh boy, I have I'm a few. Now go ahead. I'm not good at these, but I think that um, by the time you're done, I will have one for you. Go okay. ahead. Okay. 
the girl, I don't remember her name, who sang opera from that balcony. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Okay. Uh, when Casey got the tattoo to guard and protect Allie's heart. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I still don't know. Uh, when ABC filmed Becca crying on that yellow couch when Ari dumped her on national television and they had the split screen and there were cameras yep. everywhere. And there were 400 people in that tiny mm -hmm. house. Yes. Do you remember, this was the worst, and I I, I can't believe I'm bringing it up, because I, 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 Ben Higgins, whenever they had, all the girls like had to exercise, and then he had to blindfold himself and smell their sweat. Yeah. yeah. And he said the one girl smelled sour. Yes. Um, so I just thought of two. Um, okay. One was the one where they either, all the girls wore the sexy kind of short shorts and socks and there was either a pillow fight or a wrestling match. Oh yeah. That's that happened was three or four times. And the other one was the Chris souls, awkward yoga sex date. Remember oh, that? Oh yeah. Where they had those two weird too. tantric mm -hmm. people. Yeah. And it was like their first date and both of them were just horrified at the whole thing. I remember not being able to get through that. <laughs> They've done that a lot. Remember the when Peter was with was with Hannah in that weird sauna thing, and they had yeah, to x out boxes and cut to commercial. Jeez. Yeah, same thing. Very odd. Very um, pornographic and inappropriate. Mm. Okay, Kristen asks, "Would you judge a fan who orchestrated a final rose ceremony at her own wedding?" Now. My answer is yes, I would judge them. However, yep. I would not judge if they had Chris Harrison there to say, this is the final rose. Now, look, Kristen is saying that because she's writing for, quote, unquote, a friend. But uh -huh. we know Kristen already has orchestrated a final rose ceremony in her own way. So, we would like to see that picture, Kristen. Yes, good for Kristen. <laughs> um, no, I would, I would think it was a little hokey, but I think you could make it work in the yep. appropriate setting. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was, so the answer to my question is no, I wouldn't judge. Go on, Kristen. Have, have your rose ceremony. <laughs> Pier one is bankrupt, by the way. You can probably get your hands on a podium for pretty <laughs> cheap. Spend the rest on booze and uh, judging people who RSVP but don't show up. <laughs> oh, this question is for you, okay? Mm -hmm. yes. How does one achieve platinum vagine status is there some sort of certification <laughs> i'm gonna have to look into that um but uh i think i think my my short answer to that would be i'm here for love not here for the drama Yo. if you mess with me you're going home to your mama Yo. i need a real man i'm done with your players mr resting up mr wrong see you later <laughs> it's something the third party should probably proclaim on your behalf I don't think it's something that someone could stand up and say, I have a platinum vagine. Oh, she did, though. She did. she did. All right. So I don't think anyone is individually qualified mm. to opine on their own anatomy. Um, okay. 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 So, mm -hmm. so to answer the question is, if a third party stood up and proclaimed it, um, I, I think that I, I, would, I would buy that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, to the second part of that question... I'm not aware of a certification, but I think that's a hell of an idea. I think, I think. <laughs> I'm sure there there's be, one on the internet. <laughs> there should be some kind of lapel pin or something. <laughs> <laughs> I 
maybe an Hi, iPhone Dad. case or something. <laughs> you know. Oh, here, here's an idea. Look, so, so there's a lapel pin, and it's Bluetooth, right? And 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 it gives off a signal if you got a platinum machine. And then I, uh, let's say I'm a single guy, I can go on. Uh, an app and and it will pinpoint all the platinum oh it's like a platinum vagine tinder yeah exactly within a certain radius and and all right we're gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna okay chrissy chrissy get in touch with some guy in austin yeah he'll help you out i'll I'll give you i'll give you your share of the profits um, on the app and um i'll give you naming rights too oh okay here we are justin my kate asks what is your favorite chotch moment so many from which to choose. Um, I've got my number one chin ups on the pergola, <laughs> followed by a breakfast of lunch meat. Chad. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. And the lunch meat, what is up with that? Man, oh, so gross. That's protein um, replacement. That's like a mm. bodybuilder thing. They eat very high protein, uh, <laughs> one, one, one ounce per pound of body weight. Um, for main, for maintenance, uh, 1.2 ounces per body weight, um, for, uh, bulk phase and 0.8 ounces of protein per pound of body weight, um, for, um, when you're leaning down, when you're, when you're this going for cut phase. Sounds like you do this. You eat lunch meat for breakfast. Um, do you have a no, look, I'm not, I wouldn't, no, I'm not, I, I do watch my diet. So do you I jump I read the a fence lot. in your backyard for exercise? <laughs> The fence in my backyard is literally 13 <laughs> feet tall. I, there's no way I could jump it. If but. you tried hard enough and did enough pergola chin-ups, you could. You're probably right. I should probably do chin-ups on it. <sighs> hey, one thing that I was thinking of was, remember when he who must not be named got kicked off and he tells everybody in the rejection limo, I'm the first guy on The Bachelor who's had a girlfriend the entire time. That was, that? Bad that was a bad edit. That was a bad edit. You but think yeah, that, that was, was a, a bad edit? That's what he says. Oh, gosh. I also think uh, a he, chotch moment was when Jason Mesnick told Melissa Rycroft at the After the Final Rose, just kidding, I picked Molly. Yeah, that was pretty bad. After introducing her to his son, remember that? Oh, I was yes. like, we're a big happy family. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> and then, but I will, you know, here's the deal, though. I will give him credit because he's apparently made it work with Molly. He did. And so it was, yes. was a legit, you know, hey, I made a mistake. Yes, so. and they had a okay. nationally televised wedding. Chris Harrison mm-hmm. married them. It rained. Uh, it was great. I've got a reverse chotch moment that I want to bring up. Oh, interesting twist. Let's hear it. Yes. Uh, Ashley's uh, on-air ultrasound. <laughs> I could have done, done without that forever. <laughs> forgotten man like here's the inside Thanks. of my platinum vagine you know like oh, just show me the kid after it's born i mean i don't need anyway remember she was like on the couch and they had yes. the thing it's just like it wasn't even a doctor's office it was like harrison was you know <laughs> sipping tea and the abc intern with the ultrasound yeah. on <laughs> right you got he got some he got ultrasound certified like <laughs> They're like, Robert, come here. Listen, we're going to need you to read this book and do some online learning. We're going to have you do an ultrasound next week. Okay. (sighs) Okay. Uh, Jennifer asks, what's the most shocking moment in Bachelor history? I think we both know what that is. Roz, 
Roz she cheating on Jake Velka during his own, own cocktail party. His own cocktail party, yeah. So when, I that 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 you don't really even need to mention any other one. That's um, exactly that, right. That's that, the bar. That's the official bar. Yep, yep. Wendy Farmer twenty three said, "Do they ever actually eat on dates?" We've covered this. No, mm-hmm. they don't. They're not allowed to touch the food. Right. Because um, nobody yeah, wants they, to I, see that. Well, and it, there's a continuity problem, yeah. right? Because you know they those conversations are never in order. They they edit them. You know, in in, in um, what's the word in cro- to make make them look chronological. But I, you know, they're fed lines and there's a script. You know, give or take. But yeah, um, I'm sure it's all, all out of order. So, yeah. but no, they don't actually. They're not allowed to eat food. I've actually read that mm-hmm. somewhere. And we've covered it on here. They before. used to back in the day because if you watch the greatest of all time when they were doing that earlier this summer. They showed Tristan and Ryan, and they were eating on dates way back yeah, when everybody was a little yeah. baby, little baby Harrison. There was stuff in their face, yeah. Um, April Haddock 3 asks, which Bachelor or Bachelorette would you like to see as the lead again? Oh, my. Um, ooh, I don't know. I don't have an opinion, honestly. I think we uh-huh. give Nick Vile a fourth go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. His third I'm time was not a charm, so let's make maybe, it fourth. Maybe Caitlin, when she graduates from Dancing with the Stars, well, see how many people she can sleep with. she's with that Jason guy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, yeah, let's give Nick a try. Okay. The Bauman Tribe asks, will some guy in Austin ever reveal his true identity? <laughs> Look, this isn't rocket science. I mean, any, anybody, you know, with, with a Google machine can figure out who I am. Um, but no, I, I prefer that there's the, some guy is a, is a pretty close to, to who I am. I think Lindsay, you can vouch for that. But, um, so the, the, the genesis of that was when I started my blog, I was at a really bad place in my life and I really had lost, um, uh, my creative side. I stopped writing. I st- stopped reading a lot. I stopped doing a lot of things that really used to make me happy. And one of the things I realized during that sort of healing process was, Hey, why don't I try to do this? And I won't go through the, the, how that was created again, but, um, a couple of friends have talked me into starting a blog after I sent funny emails, kind of the same way you're started. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember when I was, um, setting it up and it said name and I thought, you know, this isn't about me. I don't, I don't want people to know who I am. I just want to be creative. And I said, who am I? And the first thing that popped in my head was I'm just some guy in Austin. And that's how, that's how I decided on that. So, um, what you're getting here is my true identity. You just don't know my full name when I (laughs) use it here. So, um, and now if the Bauman tribe wants me to reveal myself, that's a completely different question. Um, I think I'm going to have to rethink that because that could constitute a felony in some states. <laughs> That's a my platinum? Well, I hope for your own sake you edit that out. <laughs> oh, man. I never get edited out. That was fun. Debbie Erskine, Erskine asked, what do the contestants do at the house if they're not part of the group date or the one-on-one? Well, we've already uh, answered this too. Drink and sit by the pool. And, and pull-ups on eat the pergola. Lunch meat. Yeah, eat, eat lunch meat. Obsess. <laughs> they're not allowed any reading material or their phones or TV or screens. Yep. So they kind of go yep. crazy there. Yep. 
Okay, SCU3140. I don't know if that's supposed to stand for something, but has a very good question. Which breakup surprised you most? Um, none of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine um, was Caitlin and fake Ryan Gosling because they were together for a long time. Yeah, no, I will say, but um, the, the way it happened, the Ari breakup surprised me. Yes, that is a true statement. Yes. And, and I, you know, we, we always predict, I always say the same thing. I, I give these people the benefit of the doubt. I hope they make it and successful and all that. Um, but I was surprised at the way that went down. So mm-hmm. Me too. MRock74 asked, do you predict that John Paul Jones will make an appearance on Tasha's season? Unfortunately, yes. I, I agree. I say absolutely he will be yeah. there. Patricia Hester Malone asked, who's a celebrity you would like to see on the franchise? I like, would say Chris wow. Pine, Chris Evans. You know who I think Chris's. needs a break? No, you know who I think needs a break? I think hmm. Jennifer Aniston needs to, needs Ooh, to be. Ooh, that would be delightful. I would totally watch that. Okay, this is a good one. Tangled Upside Down says, I have two memories from seasons long ago that no one talks about, and I want someone to tell me if I'm remembering it incorrectly or if they actually happened. On Charlie O'Connell's season, didn't he not pick anyone until after the final rose? And he dated them both in real life, that's in quotes, before picking. The answer is yes. He did yes. do that. Yep. He did and then do that. He, and then, remember when they came back mm-hmm. and, and and she was like, he's a drunk. Yep. Um, yep. But now he's sober and we're not dating anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was a confusing season. The other question she had, and on Jesse Palmer's season, did he pick the first girl out of the limo and dump the second? The answer is yes. I, Ooh, I didn't know that. vividly remember that. How for, does that happen? I For two reasons. I remember it for two reasons. Number one, she looks like my peaches and cream Barbie from when I was young. Okay. And <laughs> same exact dress. Same exact dress. Don't remember mm. her name. However... She came out of the limo first, and we all, oh, no, we're all sad. And then he he proposes, and she says yes. Then I remember this vividly. They put her in a room upstairs in a window where she can watch him dump the next girl coming. And wow, it that's... showed her overlooking them. Yeah, that's a little um, mean. Yes, it was. They've never yeah. done that since then, though. So Tangled Upside Down, you are correct. It did happen, but they have they have never done that again, except for Brad. Whenever he didn't pick anybody, yeah, I remember yeah. that. It was awesome. <laughs> um, K. M. Gironi, mm-hmm. what are your true thoughts on Claire and all the rumors surrounding her? Um, we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, we talked about. It. I mean, I think. Look, I, I think that it was a convenient out for them in light of all the social happenings it was convenient to get a younger um you know african-american lead in there who who was very likable very attractive very capable of filling that role and i think claire just opened the door i do think she liked that guy the football player whatever and she opened the door they had an opportunity and they filled it i've heard a bunch of stuff about like co-seasons and different like there's uh three or four different bachelorettes at the house. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen next season, but I do think that Tasha was a great pick. Um, she's very, again, very likable. You know, she, um, 
she's 30, you know, so she's kind of in that middle age where she's not right. going to be young. Yeah. And She's a good cast. And I, agree. I think Claire, Claire um, had a window of opportunity before COVID, and she might have aged out of, of you know, or she went to Gwente territory. Mm, mm. Um, and so they just said, okay, that's great. You know, you found somebody, let's make it work. That's yeah. my theory. I think that people are also a little bit confused because right now ABC is really ramping up the advertising and marketing for the show and it's Claire everywhere. And it's her, they're, they're giving her a Mrs. Robinson type of vibe right now too, which I don't know if I like that, but they also show her dropping her shoes and everybody's saying, oh, that means because she runs away and is no longer a part of the show. But Tasha is nowhere in any kind of advertising or promotional material. So Who knows? Who I don't knows know. What? I don't know. VL Gonzalez asks, how did you get some guy in Austin to participate in your Bachelor Recap podcast? Well. You asked. You asked. I did. I did. Yeah, I love this is my one of my favorite uh, my favorite um, pastimes here. Honestly, I enjoy uh, I enjoy doing this with you. And um, th- I said yes in a heartbeat. There's no no question that I enjoy doing this. I agree. Sarah asks, who do you think will be the next Bachelor Nation couple to break up? Um, who was the swing, last one? Way to swing dark, Sarah. But I like yeah. it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. Well, she's it, the odds are in her favor. Uh, I'm going to say JoJo and fake Aaron Rodgers. I think they're getting married. Well, they're supposed to, but they haven't yet. Well, that was COVID related. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, you know what? Who I really feel badly for is um, I wonder how Blake's celibacy is going now that all these music festivals are are canceled. Because <laughs> <laughs> that spin move is certainly not going to work over Zoom. Dance thing he does with everybody. <laughs> for God. <laughs> that was like his one move and it worked it, it worked every like single times. time yeah. <laughs> hey yeah. if it ain't broke uh nicole cat yeah. north says mm-hmm. recently pilot pete has said there's so much more to his and kelly's romance do mm-hmm. you believe that <laughs> first of all i th- think they slept together at that wedding yeah. um and, and and I'm convinced of it. And so, uh, yes, I believe that. Um, and I think she'll get sick of him before he gets sick of her. Uh, you know what? I don't care. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. It's really good. Caramel, caramel. Do you say caramel or caramel? Caramel? Ca- caramel? I say caramel. Caramel. I do too, but I don't think that's what this is. Caramel you say and olive. Pecan I say pecan. And mm-hmm. do you say um, tomato or tomato? <laughs> I believe tomato could be. <laughs> you know, pirate. I say Pirates of the Caribbean, but I'm going to the Caribbean. No. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's just a, you know, I'm going to say caramel, caramel and olive. Why okay. hasn't Why hasn't Chris Harrison given you his rose? Exactly. I don't know. We talked about this uh, the last time I met him. Whenever I was in Austin, because mm. Mrs. Some Guy told us that he was signing his books at the local Barnes and Noble or something. Yes. That was a good day. We went I was and taller met than him. Harrison, by the way. Do you remember that? I'm taller than him. I think everybody is taller than him. Oh. He's not short. He's mm. just not you know He's just right. Yeah. He could stand on his wallet and be a lot taller than I am. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you remember what he smelled like? Um, he smelled like um, like like uh, the leather couches at Restoration mm. Hardware. Yes, yeah. and three fingers of honey bourbon and whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, he was he was lovely. He couldn't have been nicer. But um, you know, I th- I think that um, I hate to bring up the 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 she who shall not be named. Uh, um, yeah. But he's apparently um, relationshiped up at this point. However, I'm optimistic uh, that he will see her for the trollop that she is mm-hmm. and uh, turn, turn his gaze to you one of these days. And Thank I'm you. really looking forward to your ABC wedding. Thank you. <laughs> can I be your, um, can I be like the, the, can I like walk down the aisle and like throw rose petals or something? Can I have some kind of role in the wedding? Yes, you can. Okay. Bartender. Okay. Well, that's what about Wells? I don't want to. I don't want to you know, push that guy. Out of, push that guy out of a job. He's got far more experience than me. Hey, thank you all for listening. We are very excited for The Bachelorette to return in October. We're excited for Claire's season and Tasha's season and whoever else's season it may be. We don't know. We just enjoy doing this podcast. And one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and let us know your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real actual books with a spine or digital. Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever real books or digital books are sold. And our hearts are with those affected by Hurricane Laura, Hurricane Sally, and the wildfires on the West Coast. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever.